Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Plenty to get into in today's episode as the NBA is back. We've got a little stock watch here. We'll talk about a few NBA cards and what those are looking like in the first week or so of the season. Uh, MLB debut patch design has been released from Tops. We'll get into that uh, as that product will come out here in a few weeks. It's going to be in Tops Chrome Update Baseball Hobby. And Jumbo, we'll talk uh, again a little bit about that. Type 1 photos are hot. What are they? What does that mean? We'll get into that. Uh, is it Marte? Cattell Marte? Is that, is that right, Ty? Lou, the first guy to steal a base in the World Series, had $300 Taco Factor sales uh, for $15,000 to Taco Bell. We'll talk all about that. Big polls, play of the week, a little bit of everything today. So big episode ahead, but first, the usual. We'll start with what's on your mind. The Hamburglar himself is here a.k.a. Tyler Schmidt, dressing up full Halloween costume on this fine Halloween, the last day in October. By the time this is out, you guys will hear this on November 1st, but Ty is fully ready to go. Ty, what's uh, what's on your mind today? Thank you, sir. You know, I am the befuddled burglar. A little befuddled at the moment about um, the fact that we feel type 1 photos are hot because... Feel like we don't really think photos, that, don't yeah, I've been around for a minute. Um, I mean, it's know. just the headline it's I like was saying, given. It's like saying collectibles are like hot. It's like people collect things, people collect photos, people collect stamps, people collect books, like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone first edition. Um, Did that but, sell? I'm not sure Ooh. yet. Let's check. Keep talking. Let's, I'm going to look it up. Yep. Um, the things that are on my mind, Manchester United gets smoked by Manchester City over the weekend in the Derby. It is like... Men amongst boys out there right now with that other team. And that's a little unfortunate. But staying in the realm of the footy world, Jude Bellingham is an absolute superstar. One of the biggest sporting events, rivalries in the entire world. Barcelona, Real Madrid, El Clasico over the weekend. Barcelona is up one nothing at home. And Jude Bellingham buries two to rips the, rip the hearts out of all Barcelonian fans. Uh, so that was a big update. He is on fire. He just won uh, best young player in the world, uh, I believe yesterday in uh, the, uh, the kind of major awards that are hosted by Le Quit, which is a French newspaper. And uh, Messi was awarded the Ballon d'Or for uh, best player of the year. It was kind of an intense race between him and Erling Holland. Obviously Holland had one of the, more accomplished years um, in the sport in quite some time, but we all know what Messi did in leading Argentina to win the World Cup. Um, the so do you think had, if the World Cup would have been last year as scheduled, pre you no know, no COVID, it would have been different? Um, it seems like the, the World Cup would have been like. I mean, it wasn't pushed because it wasn't pushed because COVID. It was twenty two. No, it was normal. The World. I thought the World Cup was in No, it got pushed because it was in Qatar, so they did it like in the winter or whatever. Correct. The timing was different just because of where it was, but it wasn't COVID-related. Gotcha. Um, and the Olympics got pushed, right? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. So that's a little footy update. Obviously, Messi. Messi won his eighth. Pep Guardiola, who's the manager of Manchester City and managed Erling through the entire year, he said, look, there should be two awards. The one that Messi wins – and the one that everyone else wins. Messi's worst season is arguably everyone else's best. Like, he is just on a level in his own right. The things that he's done over his career is ridiculous. Um, and, yeah, 
he put a country on his back, a footballing country at that, and won the World Cup, the biggest sporting award, I would say, that potentially is. And the next one's in the U.S. Penn State had a clunker against Indiana, but we came out with the W, 7-1, and one, number 9. Um, Maryland, tough test on the road this week before Michigan. They stink. Maryland doesn't stink that much. They, they were good, and they've lost three in a row now. They got beat up by Northwestern on Saturday. Did they? they were tough. good. Yeah. Tough scene. Right, they were well, playing good. We're only laying ten and a half. Um, I've been looking at some some cards. I got to get Roberto Clemente stuff in my collection. That's I, I. A lot of times I go on eBay and I just search PSA sold listings and I just go through hundreds of sales. Um, by and large, vintage baseball still cleans up. And then the amount of twelve dollar slabs that sell actually blow my mind. Like Lamar Jackson, PSA, PSA slabs nines. Like- yeah, PSA slabs, like PSA nines, base rookie PSA nines, like 11, 12 bucks. Um, some nice hockey sales I saw, and the Rangers are on fire. That's what I got. The Rangers are hot, coming out of the gate like a real team. Um, I, are we going to do like a weekly Philosopher's Stone update? Because I think we should, because it's like the only time I mean, we've good. seen this. I mean, who? I also wait, don't want to hear from anybody. You know Kobe. I mean? Oh, there was the clip that went around this week that Kobe had one of them. Yeah. Kobe had a first edition. Pokemon yeah. He said it was the number one collectible it. in his house. It was. And then yeah. If there was he was a fire. In, like, he'd run his, and get it. Yeah. First thing he'd grab if there was a fire was that book signed by Jake. Wow. Yeah. Like a first edition. He knew it. It's, it's fantastic. You're right. I, I, mean, I got a green screen that today. Happy Halloween. Photo burglar. <laughs> I was gonna say you're like that character from Fortnite. Um, yeah. yeah, bank robber Fortnite. How do we feel about um, the first the, the OG map coming back, Lou? Oh, I'm jazz. That's gonna be great. Does it have I you think... in your feels? Oh yeah, I'm super hyped. I'm gonna sign on. I'm gonna get rocked by twelve year olds for three hours, and I'll never play it again. It'll be a great time. Yeah, just like old times. At least a two hour sesh. Yeah. Um. So for me, what's on my mind? Honestly, Victor Wembanyama is pretty good. I don't know if you guys have been yeah. paying attention. He's pretty, <laughs> he's really good. He's pretty awesome. Um, he's awesome. I really my idea like when I finished the show last week, my idea coming into this show was I was gonna be like, "Hey man, Scoot Henderson like could be kind of interesting. What do you guys think?" Dude, and Scoot he's like, pretty good, but Victor is on a different level. Scoot Henderson's had a rough start to the season. He's one of 18 from threes. I think he's got 11 points, seven points, eight points. Like he's, he's had a rough start. He's yeah, good, he, but rough. He he's had to, he's had to come into his own a little bit, but I mean, did you watch the Rockets game highlights at all? He had like 25, three steals, three blocks, eight rebound. Like he's Who, Vic or Scoot Vic. He's, he's nuts. Um, that's really my number one thing. I'm just, I can't believe we get to watch him in real time. I think I'm going to take advantage of this as this is like the once in a lifetime athlete thing. That might be kind of crazy. There's also yeah. this possibility where he just looks really awkward when he plays. I think it's just because he's so tall and lanky and no one really knows how to like move around around him. So it's like this awkward situation going on. Very interesting to follow. Um, and then we're going to talk about the patch cards, right? Because that's really like the only thing I want to talk about. I'm obsessed with them. I think they're so cool. I think it's, such a good job. I hope other sport. I hope the NFL repl- replicates this. I need this in every sport. I love it. We'll get into that in a second. What was the inspiration behind the Halloween costume? Um, 
the inspiration behind the Halloween costume oh. was I didn't have a costume. I got on. You guys are both wearing costumes, and then I was going to be a vacationer. That's what I am. I'm, I'm nice. on vacation. <laughs> Getting ready for Jay's wedding this weekend because it's exactly. going to be real scary hours. Toes in the sand, baby. Yeah. Toes in the sand. I love it. Um, what's on my mind? I, I want to bring up something from last week's episode. Ty, there's a clip on record of you saying, uh, I don't love the color red. And, oh, yeah, about Manchester United? Yeah, and I, I got yeah. – I, I saw it in the comments a few times that one of Tyler's, if not you know Tyler's favorite team, I, it's going to be Penn State for sure, obviously big big blue guy there. Um, but you're like, hey, hate the color red, never like the color red. I hate red. it red. I hate and the I color just, red. I, I think we just missed over the fact that like what, – what's, what, what's Manchester United's nickname? The Red Devils. The Red Devils. Yeah. Red Devils. Their color is I still red. hate red. And I just I, – I thought about it. I'm like, man, big man, you guy hates the color red. I'm like – Yeah, I'll stand by that. I hate red. So I somebody brought that up and I just thought it was it was funny. I know. They um, were like – I got me. But like I stand by it. Uh, what's I can, up? Both. How about this one? Both. Interesting. Both, um, right. What's on my mind? Um, I'm ready for some news about the – you know, the team up north. Um that is, I don't want to get too much into it today. It's, you don't. I absolutely do. No, no, you don't. I absolutely am ready for it. You don't. I'm so ready. Um, we're not going to talk about it today, but um, absolutely wild. What is uh, being alleged against that uh, that team that was so irrelevant for so long and um, you know came up with this insane lucrative plan to uh, you know just – um, absolutely destroy the integrity of college football. Um, absolutely wild. Um, so um, looking forward to seeing how that unravels. I'm you sure want the, the wins NCAA... vacated? What do you want? What, what, what's your what's your outcome you're looking for? Yeah, wins vacated, um, multiple year bowl ban, loss of scholarships. I mean, just look at what Ohio State got for their own players selling memorabilia um, for um, tattoos um, nothing to do with the integrity of the, you know, the actual game itself. Um, instead of running a sign stealing operation and, you know, allegedly being on the sideline for other team games and sideline um, or in the stands. Well, did you see the report this morning that Connor Stallions might've been in a central Michigan game to start the season to help them, you know, former Michigan coach. Yeah. Michigan I, you game? want me to, I have a couple reports too. You want me to send on a couple reports? We'll love them. Okay. Um, Tyler, have you heard of this? Is Ryan Day connected to the firm that investigated Michigan football? Um, last December, Ohio State made a peculiar inquiry to NCAA slash college football playoff. Is it permissible to send staff to scout the other semifinal? Answer, yes. The inquiry triggered a CFP bylaw change and now feels strangely relevant given the NCAA's probe into Michigan. That sounds like another sport that had a weird rule change where a certain <laughs> thing was allowed and then one team complained and then the rule changed. That sounds so familiar. I don't know why it does. But so I have a record that I'm a fan of stealing things based on my outfit. So it's like, like, yeah, right. One really day only. Like, I like, yeah, it just, it's so, we're not about talking about it today, signs. but that's pretty interesting. I just, again, you know, the audience and will enough. definitely, the audience will definitely say, um, you know, just typical Michigan guy. Just let's just blame who reported it rather than the actual crimes committed. So, again, a lot of allegedly. No, 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 I'm looking, no. All I'm, I'm saying is that un unraveling it, it's going to be awesome to Michigan watch. Michigan should wear this as a jersey. All right, so we are. Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about the Michigan Ohio State thing this week. We'll uh, we'll get more we'll into it. it. You know, once some stuff. I literally out dressed of up as Jim Harbaugh for the occasion. 
That's great. That's great. That's best a good costume, bit. That's best costume bit. of the year. Um, yeah, uh, we got Rock and Joey B today. I uh, certainly, you know, Lou and ta- you know Lou and I were talking beforehand, but Bengals might be back. Uh, the NFL is so crazy this season. I saw a stat this morning. I would love to find it. I, I was looking for it a second ago. But if you look at Russell Wilson's numbers and Mahomes' numbers this year, they are very, very similar, and they actually favor Russell Wilson. Like, I think Mahomes has 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. I think Russell Wilson's 12 and four. Like, they both have, like, top X defenses, let's say top five. Um, But, you know, Mahomes hasn't looked great. They lost to the Broncos. The Broncos gave up 70 points to the Dolphins. I get it. There's snow. Taylor Swift wasn't there to root on Travis Kelsey. That might have played into it, you know. Don't know. Curse. Don't don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, then the Niners who looked amazing, and I would have bet to win the Super Bowl in the beginning of the year, lose three in a row. Kirk, or you know, Brock Purdy throws three ints or five ints, three touchdowns his last three games. They have a, they haven't won the last three. Um, Jags win five games in the month of October. Like there's just the NFL is just so weird right now. And Jack it's like Wilson gets the ball with 27 seconds left. Tries yeah. The field, kicks a field goal. Wins the game in overtime. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, we were writing off the Vikings. They looked okay. Kirk Cousins gets hurt. Now, man. now what happens? Titans stink. Kirk Cousins comes in, throws four touchdown. Will, or, Levis. Sorry, Will Levis comes in, throws four touchdown passes. Just man, the NFL is, uh, just so interesting in right world. now. Yeah, it's we could say right now, there's ten teams you could pick and say they win the Super Bowl, and you'd be like, all right, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, Gus Edwards is putting on a little performance of late, by the way. I'm not sure we're talking about Super Bowl and then we're talking about Gus Edwards, but hey. I mean, the Ravens are pretty good. Uh, I mean, well, he the might Ravens be the are running one of those back. ten teams, and Gus Edwards' emergence doesn't make them a different a different factor with a running game. That that point wasn't tangentially related. It was tangentially. Uh, it's more. It's tangential. more Lamar. I'm the befuddled yeah. burglar. All right, let me have a go. Like, if you want to call? Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever. Uh, so, like, Where's that me? is something I, I think is worth discussing. Is like Lamar, like the reemergence of Lamar. I think is something that's interesting. Like the guy was an MVP four years ago. Kind of people were still d- the Lamar Jackson doubt fest. I'm sure somewhere along the way, the three of us here probably had some negative things to say about him. But like, yeah, you earlier this year when you said I've I've been relying on Lamar and he did nothing and then absolutely has dominated since. That's what always happens to me, Lamar Jackson. Like I just feel like I'm I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm expecting more from him, but I'm still getting amazing things. I should just accept that for what it is. Um, they are very, very good. And if they make a trade, maybe for Saquon Barkley, they are going to be a very interesting football team down the stretch. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I know we're going to save it for next week and uh, do some like midseason NFL watch stuff and, you know, see what happened at the trade deadline. But I, I'm really looking forward to the trade deadline. Like who's a buyer? Who's a seller? Um, you know, Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry. The Patriots are apparently shopping a lot of offensive players. Juju, Henry, Zeke, a lot of guys there. You get like a bag of footballs for those guys probably? Yeah, I mean, if you're lucky. But I mean, I'm okay on this. I've been very open. Start over. Start over. Yeah. Start from scratch. Um, you know, do the Vikings go out and get somebody with a couple wins lately? Do they go get Tannehill? I've heard that name. I've heard Jameis Winston. Um, you know, what do the Broncos do? Do they sell everybody? There was rumors that the commanders might make some moves if they lost to the Eagles, which they did. But Sam Howell looked actually decent. I don't think he's the problem. Is Fields getting moved? Right? Are, are the Bears giving up? Like that conversation? It happened in the offseason. 
Lou's shaking his head like craziness, but that, that conversation has happened before. Like the Bears clearly, um, you know, have differing of opinion there. That I think the GM that's there isn't the one that drafted him. Um, so just a lot going on. So I'm excited to talk about that next week and, you know, see what happens. What would you guys, before it happens, obviously, because this is being recorded well before the deadline, what would you like the Jets to do? Anything at all or nothing at all? Got to get them cheap. Well, the deadline's in like six hours, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this is when the action happens. Well before. Yeah. Like we're like, we're like firmly in the deadline right now. Like it is occurring as we speak. They are on the phone right now. Perfect. What but would you as like the befuddled burglar, I would love Perfect. to steal an offensive lineman to start. Mm. And then I think you get on the phone with Minnesota and you realize that no one's throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson anymore. You're not wrong. And you find a way to rob him of Justin Jefferson. <laughs> So that he suits up in New York alongside Garrett Wilson. I like that. Um, my number one thing is you have to find a way to get somebody to take Dalvin Cook's contract. Like someone should just take him away from me. I, I just got to get him away. Um, He's so bad. I think there was a clip earlier this year when we signed that, when you guys signed Dalvin Cook and I brought up that signing about Jay. Yeah, not we. Yeah, you. pull the clip. That was a we. Yeah, it might have been a we. It's not. It's th- this podcast is a we, not me as a Jets fan. That, no, pass. But I think there was a lot of hype and excitement from, uh, you know, a couple guys here and here about, uh, you know, what it looks like if uh, Dalvin Cook was signed in New York and, you know, the possible success there. And um, just interesting to see, um, you know, how much. Yeah, listen, changed. it's really hard to predict a guy who had 1,200 yards last year is going to become the worst running back in the league, but that's what happened. <laughs> so it is what it is. And <laughs> good thing we have Brees Hall. Yeah, I mean, Brees is just unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, I would hope the Jets trade for a wide receiver, and I hope the Jets trade for an offensive lineman because I'm not sure if you know this, right, but we're on our, I think, 10th different starter on the offensive line this year. Not good. Not so, great. So was it the center that got hurt? We had a practice squad guard playing center this week. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's not good. It was bad. Fumbled his first snap exchange. But Yeah, and then fumbled the first snap he ever took in the NFL. Tough. Um, Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I do think for purposes of card, just thinking out loud here, Devontae Adams coming to New York, getting on a Super Bowl run with Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about this. Aaron Rodgers throws the ball this weekend. Yeah, we're, we're quick. Let's pause for one second. If you don't care about this, which you most likely don't, there'll be timestamps below for you to skip. Next. <laughs> what are your – do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Jets this season? Yes. Wow. So if you believe that, are you Christmas. a buyer of Aaron Rodgers cards? 100%. Christmas. Interesting opportunity if you believe that to be factual. I do believe I don't that to be personally, factual. but – No way. No chance. No chance. No chance. I think think the Jets have a little bit of magic, magic dust on them, so anything's possible. Took overtime to beat the Giants. No disrespect to Mike Kafka, fellow. Win is a win is a win, boys. Car talk guy, but that's that's wild. Stinks. Yeah. With all due respect. Real quick, I I want to talk about this. How quick? We we can talk about this with card. We can bring cards into this. I had a conversation yesterday or Sunday 
the Deshaun Watson deal might be the worst NFL deal I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, he is a disaster scene. That could set the Browns franchise back decades. They gave up so. again. Just think what? I, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, just thinking about it, I was talking through it with somebody, and it, you know, it, I don't believe if anybody that's a listener wants to correct us, I don't think anybody else was super interested in Deshaun at the time. So I think they were basically offering against themselves. But he was coming mm-hmm. off. I don't think so. The Falcons were there too. The Jets were. Yeah, there was a lot of teams involved. Okay, low key, maybe low key. So maybe it wasn't as public. Um, I didn't think it was as public. Regardless, coming off of what he was coming off, you know, a. Basically, was hurt for a year. Wasn't he suspended for? I mean, sat out, self-imposed. He sat out, and then he was gone for a year. He basically missed two years of his career. So basically, missed two years. So you don't know what you're going to get with him coming off of the sexual harassment. Um, uh, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, allegations, right? Like uh, more true than not true. I don't know. Like I don't a scandal. Like whatever you want. I don't. I think I don't we can safely that- say that he was. Um, incredibly accused. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to, to to walk the line here, but um, you know, coming off of that, you give up what three first round draft picks, then they give up two other draft picks, and signed it for a quarter of a billion dollars, fully guaranteed. That seems wild to me. Now he doesn't even look like he wants to play. The Browns have an all time type defense, and just can't figure it out because they got XFL or CFL wherever PJ Walker came from. He's not good. If they run the ball on that third down, they likely could have won the game. Instead, they throw it, intercept. Like, man, that is That's just uh, bad coaching. Yeah, they traded a first round pick in 2022, a first round pick in 2023, a first round pick in 2024, a third round pick in 2023, and a fourth round pick in 2022, and a fourth round pick in 2024. And they gave him a five year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract. That's not good. That's not good. Not good. Mm-mm. Um, I would love to see if we could pull up some uh, prices of what he was doing, like what his cards were selling for. Like, oh, just pull them up now, because I think they're still selling for an insane amount of money. No, they can't be selling for a lot still. I bet you they sell for hundreds of dollars. Hundreds, yeah, okay. That's a lot <laughs> for a dude that doesn't want to play. Doesn't look like he wants to play football. Anyways, I think we should get into that next week when we talk about when we do stock watch next week. Is what are Deshaun Watson cards doing? Yeah, we should definitely do that. Because um, it doesn't look like he wants to, to play football. Um, speaking of stock watch and cards, have you guys seen Will Levis stuff? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Bananas. Cruising. Bananas. What does he have out? Well, he's in, you know, he's, he doesn't have autos in pro uniform, right? He's one of those three guys, uh, him, yeah. Stroud, and Young. Um, so he's got rookies, inserts, parallels, jerseys, case hits, college stuff, Bowman from you, Bowman, you know, stuff from, from tops. Um, so he's got autos and a few things from tops. Um, he's got Panini instant rookies again, prism draft picks. He's, he's got a few things. Um, but man, it's three fifty for a lava Bowman Chrome auto. Um, I think for perspective, if you go back two weeks, that card's under a hundred dollars for sure. Yeah. He was buried on the depth chart. So, 250 for a refractor Bowman University auto, just throwing out some prices here. 375 for a refractor auto. Yeah, he's selling for a lot right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's another one because if he's going to be playing the rest of the year, he could light it up. He could make some noise for rookie of the year, which is kind of crazy to think about. Shroud kind of seems like he has it locked up, but, you know, 
you're one Stroud injury away from Will Levis being rookie of the year if he can keep it up. Yeah. Okay. I want to get let's let's hold this. They have a big game Thursday. Let's talk about it next week because I think we should have a conversation about midseason NFL rookie of the year pick because I think it's an interesting debate after Stroud lost to Young. Puka Nakua is still there. Levis coming on the scene. What's Bijan doing? I think there's a conversation. So we'll uh we'll get more into that next week. Uh guys, what are what are what are your thoughts? It sounds like we had a little bit of it earlier, but any uh, opinions, thoughts, feedback on type one photos? Um, you know, you see a Gretzky at 44K, a Tyson at t- over 20,000, young Serena and Venus over 10K. Any uh, any thoughts on those? Can I, have a, can I ask a question? What's it? Why? What makes it type one? Original. It's like the original print. Like it comes out of the camera and it gets printed. That's the type one. Yeah. Hmm. And then why is this popping up now? That's I don't think it's popping up now. I mean, if we search, we've talked about type one photos for years on this show. I just think. Yeah, I just feel like we've seen like three or four headlines in the last week. Content out. Yeah, I that's all it one, is. Right? Maybe two. Content. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like video games. It's like, yeah. I mean, photos, I think, have been popular forever. Obviously, we know the. Muhammad Ali, Ansel Adams type ones. I mean, they're Ansel Adams. Yeah, no idea. Ansel Adams? No. He's a famous uh, landscape photographer. Yeah, definitely on the no side there. Yeah, that's that's some Tyler shit that I don't understand. Yeah, definitely. That's hot though, right? It is kind of hot, yeah. But I'm saying that's one of those things that you know that I don't know. Yeah, definitely didn't know. Ansel Adams. Courtney said type one is when a photo is the first copy developed from the negative. There you go. The more, you know, Ty, do you, do you own any type ones? Uh, no, I don't either. Nope. Lou. Um, I mean, no, I, I maybe, I don't know. <laughs> unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, I might unintentionally have a type one. I don't think so, but no. <laughs> probably not. you don't. Interesting. You don't. All right. Um, Baby picture. Gary has some dope ones of Ali because Gary's good homie, uh, his roommate in college, father, was Ali's personal photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gary has some sweet ones, actually. That's actually kind of cool. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, I feel like you get those properly hung. I would agree. I would agree. All right. They are sweet to collect. I'm a fan of photos. They've existed for a long time. It's not just a PSA thing, et cetera. Interesting. Oh, but that was the thing, right? The P- PSA said you can cut them or something. I thought that was kind of weird. I'm not yeah, sure the, what the stitch is on that. So for perspective, we got a DM. Jay shared it in the chat. I'll read it. But this is where the conversation comes from. Jay got a DM uh, says question for the show. I've been seeing uh, Nat Turner posting type one PSA photos encapsulated and Ken Golden latest auction featuring these type one photos with some selling for 40 K plus of Jordan, William sisters, Tyson, etc. With that said, I found some original photos of cream and Dr. J I had, and I'm going to submit to my surprise, a DM PSA's Instagram. And they said cutting the photos was allowed in order to meet the maximum eight by 10 encapsulation holder. You can submit larger ones and get PSA authentic letter, but it seems like the encapsulated ones go for much more money. Thoughts on cutting the photos, AKA trimming, which is frowned upon, but according to PSA, it's legit because they don't grade. 
just authenticate. Hope for a good ROI from the photos in a future play of the week. Since the photos came in an auction, I won of 88 sealed FLIR basketball wax box and thought these were junk. This isn't card related, but I'd like to hear the thoughts on, I'd like to hear take on cutting these or not. And he sends the DM from PSA's account. It says, thank you for your patience. The size limit is 8 by 10 for encapsulation. You may cut the photo if you choose to have it fit in a holder. Otherwise, we would provide a letter of authentication. Yeah. I mean, I guess I think it makes sense. I, 8 by 10 photo, we cut that, that, that makes sense to but, me. But I think they're just completely different worlds. It's Yeah, it's, it's a different thing. Like, they're just, the cards and the photos are not the same. Like, no, yeah, just, they're completely different. So, yeah. I, I, I just went on. Golden and the top results for type one photo is a Fidel Castro type one photo. That's kind of wild. I would vehemently be against cutting a photo just so it can be in a PSA holder. It makes no sense. I guess unless you believe the market is going to value a altered photo because it's in plastic. Just yeah, but get he- it authenticated and then frame it. Yeah, but that's one of the quirks, quirks of the market, though. Like, it's no different than why a PSA it's 10 an, Jordan sells for $180,000 and a BGS 9 It's an uneducated market. It's an uneducated market that in the long with term, flaws. With flaws. you would get smoked. If you have a photo that has value, don't cut it to put it into a classic case. Get it authenticated and then just frame it. Or yeah, I think there's a lot of, di- again, this is a, like you said, Ty, this is a bigger conversation about flaws in the market. Like, is a Again, I, the Jordan PSA 10 example is is one. Like, does that correct itself in time? Does that spread get even wider? Like, so he's saying this is for a flip. He's saying the market is showing me I want it encapsulated. That is the best way for me to make money, not with a PSA letter. I'm going to cut it because I'm trying to maximize my money. Does that hurt the buyer in the long run? Potentially, but he is trying to maximize the seller money at the moment. And that seems, Respect. in his opinion, seems to be the best way to do it. So. Again, I, I think there's a much bigger conversation about quirks in the market, but that's a that's one for a later later day. But Lou, I know, is excited about this. Tops announced the MOB debut patch card uh, design, the one of one patches that they wore on their sleeves the first time they played. Looks like we're going to get some big names in this. I would expect Carol to be one. Looks like Jung Volpe. Um, so a couple couple big names in this. Um, I don't think we're going to get Ellie until later. He doesn't have any rookies this year, so he's probably a 2024 guy. Um, but likely should get some uh, some big names this year. Lou, what were your thoughts on the design? Um, what, what do you think about it? Um, I think it's the cleanest card that Tops has put out in a while. I think that's a safe assumption. Um, Ryan, when's the last time there was something like this that – got introduced into a main product that like, this feels like a really big deal. Like the, like the players, obviously their careers have to play out. And if all of these guys end up sucking, this is going to be irrelevant. Obviously like if Volby ends up being just a guy or Senga ends up being just a dude, like it's not that big of a deal, obviously, but um, I think it's an actual difference maker for the product in a world where tops update is always going to be chased and people are going to be buying it because it's a flagship product. But there is real value in the boxes now with the opportunity to open a one-of-one MLB game-worn patch. Yeah, I think that's a really good question. On, uh, you know, I think that's. To, to, I don't know if we're doing any giveaway or any, this week or next week, but I think it's a good question to ask the audience: Is can you remember a time that something got introduced into a product like this that created 
enough demand before the product. The LeBron logo man comes to mind like that added automatic value to that product just with the LeBron logo man being in there. But in terms of a multi-insert set like this with multiple one-on-ones of different people, I can't, I don't remember Kaboom having that kind of buzz originally. You know, I was young for Prism. Mosaic it was giving a little bit of. Like, that was kind of the vibe I was getting when Mosaic had its own product originally yeah, a few years ago. That's a fair one. I just don't remember anything like this. This seems to be different for sure. Um, trying to think of anything that comes to mind. I don't know. I think that's Drop a comment below. I would love to hear it. Because there's got to be something we're not thinking of. Um, but this feels like the whitest. So it's like it's a clean card. It's gonna be. It's gonna look awesome in a slab. Um, I'm excited about it. I want to get the Astros once. Ty, I'm thinking about the Taco Fractor dude that won the that got the first steal. All right, so let's get into that. So uh, is it Cattell Marte? Am I saying that right? Um, yep. Had a couple Taco Fractor sales originally. Jay put on here one sold for three twenty, another one for a thousand dollars. But it was the first player to steal a base in the World Series, unlocking that "quote unquote" free Taco Bell for life, uh, aka a fifteen thousand dollar Taco Bell gift card. Uh, quite the uh, quite the win from somebody who uh, prospect on a three hundred and twenty dollar. Uh, Cattell Marte Taco Fractor card, uh, who just turned it into a fifteen thousand dollar Taco Bell. Um, I, I don't know. I don't watch baseball as much clearly as you do, Lou. Uh, would, would he have been a favorite to steal? Would is that a surprise? I like, mean, he runs a little bit. It, it's 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 very silly now that we're on the other side of it, isn't it? Isn't it so silly to look at now? It's wild. I mean, talk about the ultimate prospecting actually paying off with real intrinsic value immediately, right? Like, you know, if you buy Daryl Lawrence and he does something cool, like it, it could pay off down the road. But like, this is a $15,000 Taco Bell gift card for a $320 card. Like, you have real tangible value um, immediately. Like, that's... What do you think you can sell the fifteen grand to Taco Bell for? $13,000, you know. I mean, what, what yeah, percentage of comps? Are you, what percentage of comps are you paying on a fifteen thousand dollars? I'm thinking fifty cents on the dollar. Fifty, 50 cents on the cents? dollar? No. You're bugging, Ty. You know when they say you can't eat these cards? Like you can't eat a card. You can actually eat that card. That's that's real dinner for you know a Ooh, while. That has thirteen thousand dollars to shell out upfront cost is doing so on Taco Beasy. I mean, they do it for for Mac Jones mosaic one of one autos. Like, that's because they're buying a card. They're not buying Taco Bell. Yeah, no, they're buying. But one has burritos, bro. One has guaranteed real value. The other is all speculative. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's very. I'm telling you, I think the most can... you're getting is like seventy two fifty for. No, I'm paying higher than that. I pay higher than that right now. I don't, and then do what? I, Eat thirteen thousand dollars worth of Taco Bell, bro? What are yes, you for life. About? I have a Taco Bell unlimited Taco Bell card. Yes, I'll eat it once a month for How life. How often do you yes. go to Taco Bell? In once a month for life, you you would you might be able to make it up. Yeah, me and like once yeah, got, a month for life is two hundred fifty dollars a year. No, for you and oh. another person, and I got a kid now. Like, yeah, so you're saying let, let's you're, say you're spending 40, more than that at Taco plus Bell, inflation. We're saying at least forty dollars. Yeah, I mean, 12, like, well, that's five hundred dollars a year. Do you know I, what forty dollars in Taco Bell looks like, bro? Yeah, bro. Do you know inflation is real? And it costs like fifteen dollars to eat a Taco Bell now. 
Minimum? No, it doesn't. I'll it's go there like today just to prove a taco. Are you kidding me? It's like $2. I, don't know, man. I think you like maybe like you like you hit up the dispensary, you go home, you order some Taco <laughs> Bell, and then it's $55 yeah. later and so you're you, like, oh my God, what happened? Nah. Bro, a chalupa is like four bucks and you can't smoke more than a chalupa. Two Ty, if you listen to this, if you have five hundred dollars, if you go to Taco Bell one time a month, spend forty-one-ish dollars over the course of a year, that's five hundred dollars. Okay. For Ryan, 15 years, that's Ryan, automatically $700. If you go to Taco Bell and spend $40 and eat all of it, I would love – like, please, go to Taco Bell, spend 40 bucks, and eat everything. I'm going to take Reg, and then when my son is old enough, I'm going to take him, and I'm going to get every bit of $40. I mean, if by the time you that, that and happens, Reg go to Taco Bell and spend 40 bucks and eat in. the entire thing – I, I I will be proven wrong. By the way, this is exactly what Taco Bell wanted because here I am on TacoBell.com looking at their menu. <laughs> I mean, the breakfast tacos combo is five dollars. That's a meal. Yeah, maybe you guys are right. It's tough to it's tough to get there. No, it's not tough to get there. And I like I get like soft tacos, meat and cheese only, and it's not hard to get to fifteen dollars. That's not forty. <laughs> yeah, but for two people. Plus inflation by the time my son's eating. like He keeps so, saying inflation. It's so funny. <laughs> what do you want to call it? Do you think I'm the cost of a meal is cheaper now or or two years ago? It's not magic. We don't do politics on the show. And if we're talking about you're putting 70, you're putting 13 grand up front now to eat Taco Bell five years from now. That's where you're at with your coin. <laughs> yes. I mean, that seems like a bargain. I'm going I think I could also flip grand. it. The I think I could also flip it. it is for six grand. I think I could flip it for like 11, 11, five. Oh. All right, we got to move on. Jay might be out of business. Taco Bell might be canceled by the time you spend that fifteen grand. That could. That is a real concern. Faster than Jay, <laughs> honestly. All right, Stock let's uh, let's get into Stockwatch. Bobby put this together. I believe it's all basketball. So uh, we're going to go through this pretty quickly here. But shout out to those of you who uh, who gave us some feedback last time, said you enjoyed it. So um, appreciate uh, all the feedback on this. So let's get into it. We got a little uh, NBA card report. All right. First one we're going to start off with is the new Milwaukee Bucks player. Had a big shot game one, I believe, against the, was it the Sixers. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had a big shot to seal it at the end. So search Damian Lillard on eBay. He got 5,800 sales. Again, does the Bucs being a contender and him actually having a title shot now play into this value? Uh, yeah, 39 points in game winner in the opener versus the Sixers. But his PSA 10 silver, first year prism, 2012. He's in that. He's a rookie. His PSA 10 is only a pop 40. Uh, I think for perspective, I think Lucas is like 2,200. Uh, so again, quite the, quite the difference there. Uh, so we got a couple sales here. We got a Noir Lillard patch auto to 20, uh, just sold for 360. It got a Lillard Select rookie PSA 10, $200. That is a strong base sale. Another wow. one at 200, and then another one at 200. So multiple $200 sales for Lillard Select rookies. And then you got the recent Prism, P- recent Prism PSA 10 Lillard did $425 as a buy it now. So uh, any uh, any thoughts thoughts here on this one? 2012 Prism is elite. I agree. Yeah, um, all time. Dame Lil. I'd love to see him get it done. It makes sense that he's ripping the opener. Came out, did big things. Then he had kind of a clunker game, I think, in between somewhere. But they're going to be cooking. They're going to be cooking, that's for sure. 
Um, obviously, he's a star. There's a lot going on. Does think about this? Lillard is great. Lillard is a star, no question. But I think every person on this podcast would agree Damian Lillard is not the face nor the number one guy on that team. Does it concern you to buy the number two guy on a title team, knowing that if they win, the face, the six, I mean, basically the face of the franchise is a top five player in the league, a top two player in the league, really probably the guy, him or Jokic, I would imagine. Um, does that does that concern you buying the second best guy on the team? I think it depends on the situation. Like in this uh, scenario, I think it's okay. I mean, for in, for instance, it doesn't concern me because I actually don't see him as the second guy. I think that I think on paper and knowing Giannis, sure. But when it comes down to it, guard play far outweighs from a popularity standpoint, I believe. Now, Giannis, I might be contradicting myself. Obviously, Giannis has done his thing. But, like, when push comes to shove in the conference finals and Lillard's dropping 38-39, I don't think people are going to be calling him second fiddle. It's more 1A, 1B. And he opens up so much for Giannis. He's not – He's going to be bringing the ball up the court every time, you know, like he, he isn't the face of the franchise, but when push comes to shove in playoff time, he's going to be a dominant, dominant force and player. Now I know I'm thinking, okay, Jokic, Jamal Murray, like is Jamal it, it, Murray, it, not the guy. hundred percent. And I, heard, I, I was going to say, but, I, I disagree completely respectfully, but I completely disagree in this. And that's not to say that Lillard's cards aren't a value. They're not a play. He's going to have a real title shot this year. I mean, they're one a or one B to come out of the East. But look at, look at, look at Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. It's the same scenario. Steph Curry is the face of the franchise. Clay yeah, Thompson Steph is Curry, amazing. Yeah, but Steph Curry holds, dominates the ball. He has the ball more than Clay Thompson. He's the point guard. That's my point. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that's an assumption that Giannis isn't going to touch the ball and Giannis isn't going to be Giannis because Lillard's now here and he's a guard. I'm just kidding. I think no, it's I, more I, about Dame being like the facilitator with I Giannis. just think of any team in the NBA where the second person is... When the Bucks, when it comes to crunch time, Lillard's yeah. going to have the ball and take the, the game right shot. Yeah, but you would have said the same thing for Wade or Chalmers when LeBron was there. You would have said the same thing for, like, again, like, Pippen Jordan's the same conversation. Like, I just, the second guy doesn't sell. Not, and this is not a diss on Lillard. He's awesome. He he might be what they need to get another title. But to me, it's it's always Giannis's team. Giannis is the multi-time MVP, the, the finals winner. I, didn't, I think he won finals MVP. I'm almost positive. Like, yeah, to me, it's it's Giannis and then everything else. Uh, Pippen was never on his own team, dropping buckets in people's faces, hitting game winners. And Didn't then they go to the Eastern to Conference Finals team. the two years Jordan wasn't there. I believe they lost, lost both years. I mean, Eastern Conference Finals is still pretty good. Lillard's different. Okay. I like Lillard. Fair conversation. Chat, what do you think? It is. I think when push comes to shove, Kobe and Shaq. I think there's a little Kobe and Shaq to that. That's a good hey one. Now, said is Cam Thomas. A guy we've definitely had conversations. Kobe and Shaq's a good shout. Kobe and Shaq's a good shout in a similarity. We'll see. 
Cam Thomas, a guy we've definitely had a conversation about before, had a couple big moments last year, had some crazy sales. He's back on fire. He's averaging 33 points a game for the Nets in 2023. He had a Panini 1 RPA at a 99, do $170 at bids. He had an Immaculate RPA at a 50, do 300. He had a Flawless Rookie Auto at a 10, do 450. He's averaging 33, four boards, or 33 points, four boards, two assists, and 61% from the field. He's third in the league in scoring at the moment with points per game. He's third. Is um, he, so is he starting? Uh, um, yeah, he's getting like real minutes. I actively... He's getting big time minutes because uh, they don't really have a lot of other options. That's really Bridges or him because it's not going to be Ben Simmons. So he's playing a lot. He's getting a lot of shots up. There were some stats at the beginning of the season about how if he plays more than 25 minutes a game, he scores like at least 28 points a game or something like that. So I don't know. I think in a world where the Nets are like – the Nets are okay, right? They're like a, a play-in team probably, Ty. Is that fair? It's fair. Yeah, so if they're like a play-in team, if Cam Thomas can be the leading scorer on the Nets, I think that's an interesting opportunity. Yeah, I think the upside is limited. I think he's good. I just not sure. Again, you're picking him to come out of the East, like which definitely just, not. To come what's out of the there? East. So, um, you know, what's the upside? Is it is it getting moved at some point when the Nets are like, okay, it's time to rebuild, and you get he gets on a, a winning team and can be the second guy on a you know a contender, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, 33 points a game is a heck of a start for a guy that has definitely shown flashes in the past. Bobby, what's next? All right, this, we talked about this in the beginning. This is in the beginning when we did the NBA predictions. This is a fun one. Kristaps uh, Porzingis, 816 items sold on eBay. Was he the Celtics, Celtics missing piece? He's obviously got a little bit of an injury risk, uh, but most points ever in a Celtics debut at the Garden. Bobby, can you get me the point total on that? Put the stat on there, but doesn't have the actual number. A couple sales recently. Got a game-used NT auto, did 40 bucks. Immaculate. Modern Marks Auto at a 10 to 37, but a select gold PSA 10 rookie auto did $900 as a buy it now. So those are all sales in the last couple days. I said this in the beginning when I picked the Celtics to win. I know, Lou, I think you had them in the finals or to win it all as well. I think just some of the, the highlights I saw. Um, so he had 38 points in the in the opener. He had 30 points in 38 minutes. 30 points in 38 minutes. Okay. Um this guy might be the piece the Celtics needed to uh, finally get another title in Boston. If he could stay healthy, he, that's always been his he, thing, right? Yeah, that's the thing. He absolutely ripped my heart out. Um, I guess we recorded that was last Wednesday. So I yeah, then you went to the game. We right? talked about that. Yep, I was there, and it was devastating. And it was Porzingis ripping the hearts out of the Knicks. He was the best player on the floor that night. The Celtics are deep. Anyone can bury you on any given night. I don't know if you saw the block down to the layup that he had on Jordan Poole against the Wizards the other night. I did. From like super far away, just came out of nowhere, yeah. blocked it, and runs down the other court. He looks very, 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 very good. He's playing defense. He's rebounding. He's altering shots. He's running the floor. He's got the three. He's got strength in his legs around the rim. It's it's tough. It hurts. It's pain. That's tough. The thing, yeah. the thing for him is going to be like at some point he's going to get shut down for a month and a half, and it's like <laughs> does he bounce back off of that month and a half? That seems like a fair assumption. Maybe not a month and a half, but like three weeks off. You know what I mean? Like that's going to happen at some point along the way. Um, 
Yeah. But he looks thick. Like it might not. It might not. He looks different. He's got this whole grizzly thing going on with his beard That's now. Like, looks. real quick, here's a here's a question. One we I'd love to get from the listeners as well. Lou, you yeah. have a hundred dollars to spend right now. Mm. You buying Kristaps Porzingis or Cam Thomas? Oh, Kristaps for sure. I would agree. I would agree. I think the upside is higher, which is funny to say. Yeah, I think you're this getting it as a non-factor two years ago. Uh, I think we need uh, to. Uh, I don't know. Cam Thomas or Porzingis? I like Cam saying? Thomas. Yeah. You went Cam Thomas? No, I went. I went Porzingis. So yeah, Cam I did too. Thomas went to Oak Hill. He was a five-star high school recruit. LSU, LSU. Right? LSU he's coming to the league. I guess he just doesn't play great defense for the Nets, but like, no. I mean, this is his second year. There's something about him that could that makes me feel like he could break out in like his fourth year on some Kawhi Leonard type. It's not out of the I question that he's Cam a full time 28, 28 point a game scorer or twenty five points a game scorer in the NBA. Like that's not off the table for him. But Porzingis, I think, has a clearer path forward to relevance this season. So if yeah. I had a hundred bucks, I'd probably buy Porzingis. I respect that. I think I'm going to take the gamble and go with uh, Kami T. Yeah, agreed. Let me. All right, here's a fun 14, one. Fourteen thousand sales. Fourteen thousand sales on eBay for Victor. Where's that from? Can we get confirmation on that number? I think it's just when you go to eBay and type in Victor Wembanyama and hit sold items. What I mean, CJ Stroud had like what twenty thousand. Yeah, so that's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. He's got fifteen point seven points a game, seven point three rebounds, one point seven assists. He's shooting forty. Uh, 44% from the field. I will tell you, I went to the Nashville card show. What would this have been? Second week of October. Um, there was a Victor Wemben Yaman sale right before that on a PSA 10 Bowman Chrome. I looked it up at the show because I bought some at the show. I was like, you know what? This kid looks good in preseason. Let me buy some cards. I looked up a PSA 10 at that show and there was a PSA 10 sale. It had to have been days before, a week before, whatever. It was in the last seven days at that show. There was a sale on a PSA 10 at $1,500. You know what the last one just sold for, according to the sheet that Bobby just showed us right here? Now, this is a 10-10, so that is definitely different than a PSA 10, no 10 auto grade. I understand it, the auto grade helps it, but $4,000. This dude's stuff is on fire, on, on fire. fire, right, wrong, or indifferent. It is hot, and there is real demand for Victor Remanyama stuff right now. It's um. Owned by Bobby, too. Sorry, Ty. Just cut you off. It's just crazy if you've watched him play, the things that you would assume yes. he's going to struggle with or not be great at because of his height, he does and he does incredibly well. Really well. I mean, he, he, he did a little back down, spin off, reverse dunk, jumping from the other side. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I well, think the, the thing that it keeps is- going through my mind with Wembenyama is – Imagine being his teammate. There's a whole other way you have to learn of how to play with this dude. That is another level that I don't even think they're able to get to yet. Think about – you have to think – I mean, lobs are open in a way that never were before. You know, yeah, I don't I mean, know who he's playing with from a from a creative like playmaking standpoint. But think about after 70 games, 
the people understanding of his spacing and ability to make impact compared to where it's at now. I think but, there's going to be a lot of things that unlock. Yeah, and I also think it helps to have one of the greatest basketball coaches of all time being in his corner. Like we, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy, but the NBA did a hell of a job making sure the Spurs got the number one pick. You're not. That's, they weren't sending them to Washington. I'll tell you that much. That no. is that is true. <laughs> That's very, very, very true. Um, but yeah, I mean, having pop there definitely, uh, you know, helps with, uh, you know, going back to the days of Robinson and Duncan. Um, seems like if anybody can kind of figure out the superstar and how to, you know, improve his basketball IQ and get the most out of him, Popovich seems like the the man for the job. So, um. It's going to be fun to watch, right? Just with Zion, I'm, they're obviously different basketball players, but the like any big time prospect, health is one of the biggest factors. Like, there's no denying the talent is there. Can he stay healthy? We'll uh, we'll see. Bobby, is there one more? Or are we good on four this week? I think we're good on four. So uh, we've got four ones this week. Obviously, very different ends of the spectrum. But uh, I think next week we're going to do <clears throat> another. NFL one with a little mid-season update, see who got traded, see what their stuff looks like, maybe mid-season awards, who's the MVP, what do their cards look like. So um, drop some comments in the chat. Let us know some guys you want to get an update on next week. We'll bring back Stockwatch and we'll uh, we'll get that updated. But I like Stockwatch. We're going to uh, we're gonna move Play of the Week to next week. We've got a really good one, but we're running short on time. So stay tuned. Next week's Play of the Week should be uh, a really, really good one. But we do have some big products coming out this week as we wrap up this episode with the latest launch. One of the highlights for sure, finally out, Topps Chrome All-American Basketball with the first ever Bronny James autographs on trading cards. Those will release uh, this Wednesday. So by the time you're hearing this, Topps Chrome All-American Basketball will be coming out. SP Authentic Hockey 22-23, that should be a fun one. That's always a great product. You have Bowman Sterling Baseball, uh, Prism Collegiate Draft Picks Choice, um, you got some new Pokemon Scarlet Violet Paradox Rift coming out. That should be a fun one. All a brand new Pokemon does really, really well for us. So I know I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, definitely a lot of demand for that. And then you got Wild Card Map Premium Edition Football. So um, not necessarily anything uh, super, super crazy, but a lot of different stuff. Pokemon basketball, baseball, a um, lot of a uh, lot of stuff. So um, should be a fun release week. There are already there is one Bronny James Topps Chrome Auto on eBay already. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to see what it looks like. It has it's, it's a sticker auto, which is a bummer. Um, I think we expected that though. Uh, wow, $202. That's a cool looking card. So for those of you that are watching, here is the photo. So you can oh. put it up on the screen. Right there. Yeah. Um speaking of Wemby and that last stock watch, we have our giveaway that we announced last week, which yes. my recollection was the Wemby card, Ryan. Do you recall? Yep. Nine five Panini instant rookie. Oh baby. And uh we were going to choose a winner based on our favorite comment of NBA hot take. I think we received something like 90 comments. We're gonna keep this thing going. Uh, but to my understanding, the winner was Rob, Rob Saunier9489. I think that means September 4th, 1989. Um, Rob, appreciate you. And uh, you will be receiving the card. We will be reaching out for your address. Uh, the hot take was uh, that Trey Young will get traded to the Lakers and the Lakers will make a run to the finals. Hmm. That would be awesome. And. 
Hope that happens. I think NBA fans would would be intrigued by that situation. Um, So that is this week's winner. uh, And we will do another giveaway. Do you guys have a question in mind? Yeah, I put in chat. Um, I want to know who you think the NFL MVP is so far halfway through the season. I think there's a lot of uh, good answers here. Um, QB, non-QB. I think there's some real debate on non-QB at the moment. So who is the NFL MVP halfway through the season and why? Send him another Vic tie. I think we'll find a card somewhere in the value of $75, hopefully, of the person that this person chooses. That's a fun one. Okay. That's how we'll do that. So NFL MVP so far through eight weeks. In the comments, get in there, leave them below. We'll choose our favorite. Uh, Extra points for those that have healthy debates amongst each other as to why or why not. Healthy debate. Maybe valid. Shout out to everybody who listened. We'll see you guys next week. Stay befuddled.